Because, uh, like, Asian guys don't really have, like, a word. I'm looking at you, Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a Wakanda forever. We don't have that, like, to, to, like, commiserate struggle, right? Like, what was I supposed to do? Just say, my ninja? Like, that's only for Japanese guys. Like, <laughs> my Chinaman? Yeah, my Chinaman? No, that doesn't work. Uh, I guess we could bow, right? But that's, like, in order to bow, you two people need to, it's like, a, it's a dance. Two people need to do it at the same time. Otherwise, you just look like two doves picking off bread off of a sidewalk. You're just like, oh, shit. Me, the, same time. Okay, three, two, one, go. And then he's like, on three? Never mind. Um, that was a callback to the uh, the rock, paper, scissors that Kyle and I did. This is why, why, I'm, why I'm up here. It's the only reason I'm up here. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. <laughs> just for a timestamp, you're at eight thirty. Just so you know where you are. We're at Wu Tang. We're at fucking Did that guy who cut his penis off on Wu Tang? Yeah, affiliate, affiliate, yeah, yeah. So who cut his dick off? Somebody. Can you imagine just cutting your dick off when you're high? Yeah. Well, no, 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 because like, when I'm high, like sometimes when I'm high, I'm just like, I can do anything right now, and it's going to be fine when I'm not high. Because that's, that's what it, because like, you kind of psych yourself out, like, am I going to be high forever? No, I'm not. But then, then, then you're just like, okay, but I can do anything right now, and I will be fine afterwards because I'm high, and it doesn't matter. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a reset button. It's like, it's like, um... It's like waiting a day after you shave your pubes because then the razor forgets, you know, and then you shave your face. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. No, it doesn't. It's, it, it, razors don't have memories. Um, <laughs> unless you're talking about a razor phone, which I can't have if my mom dies. Okay. Because um, I can't, I won't have cellular service. That shit is useless without cellular service. It's not like an iPhone. Cause then I won't be on the family plan anymore. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm I'm kind of like uh, uh, not really like Chris. I don't I don't really date Asian women. Uh, Cause I'm afraid of my mom. And my sister and my grandma. I grew in a house. I grew up in a house full full of, full of women, and uh, that's that's pretty much like hurt me in the long run because uh, now I live in a house full of like roommates who are guys, and I put down the toilet seat every time. So, um, <laughs> but it's useless <laughs> for 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 my, like I it's it takes it takes more time for me to put down the toilet seat than to just fucking leave it up and urinate um because like yeah i don't know uh anyway so uh like I, I mainly date people outside of my race uh i dated a white girl once and uh i didn't know that this but like sometimes white girls kind of fetishize asian men in, in a way that is very very uh comforting um <laughs> but uh so i i uh i was very naive to that fact and I kind of ignore like there's there are signs like on her first date she told me that her previous three boyfriends were Asian on our second date she wanted to call me her buff dumpling you know <laughs> on our uh, and then like a uh, third date which is when you fuck like that's the rule right third date is 
Like first date's in a public place, second date, uh, I guess that's the wild card. But third date, definitely, you're gonna, uh, fuck. Um, so, uh, like, uh, like right before we, uh, like we're, like I was about to, um, penetrate her uh she 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 whispered into my ear that uh she was like give me your asian cock and i'm like okay that's this is a fetish uh i didn't know what to do but I, you know i pulled back i came uh but um like i just I, I i didn't know what to do so i just dropped the l word on her i called her a lacist bitch <laughs> and then she came because that's the only reason she was with me is for that accent She's like, I fucking love it when you say L's instead of R's. Oh my god, that's that that borderline speech impediment makes me so fucking horny. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm. I was her first Japanese boyfriend. She like she she had run the gamut before me. Like um. She had like the she had the lumpia. She had the egg rolls. She had the the Korean bulgogi. And uh, now she's getting my uh, wagyu beef, <laughs> which is uh, what I like to call the Asian man charcuterie platter. Uh, she's been serving that up since. Whenever she was sexually viable, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, dude! I got mostly like, like I'm like, I'm like batting 300 today for some reason, because I don't care. Cause, like people download this and hear this, but the people like that's I'm getting reactions from people that like, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, let's. So, uh, you're talking about movies, um, right? Or was I high? Or was I dreaming? We were talking about movies. Was Chris talking about movies at some point? Yeah. Like, like in this open mic, in this, in this. I guess, I guess at any point in time, like someone's talking about a movie, right? Like, like that's that. Those are the odds that it's, it's like someone's talking about a movie, and uh, I don't know, like somebody's like jacking off and just and just ordered postmates and they're seeing who comes first (laughs) i don't know dude i'm just i'm riffing here dude i'm going off on fucking tangents dude i'm not even what we're talking about movies not anymore okay i'm fucking controlling the room bitch this is what you call stage presence motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're you're at 15 minutes little dumpling uh, uh, uh yeah okay so pam was the <laughs> it's awkward uh, okay um I'll, but like okay so like my one of uh one of my favorite movies as a kid was a uh, shanghai noon because i'm a hu- huge fan of puns uh also huge fan of buddy cop movies with uh jackie chan and owen wilson uh but i saw that movie i was like i love uh, it, it it hit a chord with me, you know. I was like, "Mom, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be Chinese. That's what I want to do." And she was like, "Cody, you can't do that." And I was like, "Rachel Dolezal told me I could." <laughs> um, but no, she wasn't a thing yet. I, I wish that she was there to 
trailblaze the way of transracial i don't know fucking bullshit i don't know Tra- i guess it'd be trans ethnic and never mind well i'll finish the joke now this is the last thing i'm gonna say um <laughs> but like uh you know it's because i wanted to be jackie chan like that that was like i feel like being chinese brought me one step closer to being jackie chan and uh <laughs> but in, in reality like you know, just being an Asian dude in America makes me Jackie Chan, <laughs> right? Like I can just find a black friend and we're rush hour. <laughs> like no one's gonna question whether or not uh, I'm Chinese. They'll just be like, "Hey, it's rush hour," <laughs> right? All right, thank you. <laughs> Cody Abe, woo, that was wonderful. That was fucking awesome, dude. Uh, Dude, I have such a good memory of Shanghai Noon. I fucking love that movie. That, that, like, I wanted to be Owen Wilson. That was my my guy. Like, I thought, I watched it when I was, I remember, like, I was nine or something, and then I thought it was a fever dream. Like, I thought, I dreamed that movie up, and then I find it later on and realize it's a real thing. And, um, yeah, that I fucking love, like, cowboy asian movie and that's that's apparently my shit like uh, that's how i realized i guess that's how i got into anime like cowboys and asians i don't know (laughs) but uh yeah i'm gonna start saying yang gang to every asian i see now anyway um you're technically asian i am i am i don't know why i like separate the two but it's uh, it has something to do with white supremacy. I know it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I have a quick comment for Cody Abe. Whenever you do that joke about Rush Hour, if there's a black guy in the room, just name that comic and you'll get crazy laughs. So if it's like Brandon Stokes, you go like, me and Brandon Stokes, we're fucking Rush Hour right now. And you'll you'll kill the whole... Do it at Milk Bar and say it with Terry or something. And you'll get... Everyone will freak the fuck out. Yeah, I want to be. I want to. I want to make Harold and Kumar with you, dude. I want to. Uh, <laughs> I just need an. I want an Asian friend to make Harold and Kumar. That's all I need. <laughs> and I'm Asian too. Why do I keep doing that? Who knows? Okay. Um, your next comic is very funny, and uh, he is. Why did you shave recently? You're rocking the stash. We'll talk about it. Yeah. By the way, you guys want to podcast it up after? Just like talk. I don't know. You guys want to, yeah, stick around. Whoever want to stick around, just talk. Because we got uh, five people in the room and we love each other. And uh, yeah, <laughs> give it up for Kyle Morrissey. Cool. Your mom doesn't want you to get a tattoo of a dragon? <laughs> like, this is a pretty common tattoo. I, I guess you need what? To get a tattoo of like a piano in order for her to approve of it? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Suzuki Method Book Three cover. <laughs> I, I I took I took violin. I, I stopped. That's the art. You like look. This tattoo is way more permanent than my string instrument skills. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Technically, you are Asian, but I don't really like go by that descriptor. Like, whenever I'm describing an Asian person, like you know, technically Indian people are Asian too. I'm like, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, like. Don't nitpick. Let, let, don't split hairs. Um, let's see. I, uh, I I finally got to bully Chris. Um, 
as, as he mentioned, I got to, I got to, I don't even remember what it was about, but I wanted to talk about it. So here we go. Um, I finally get to be the bully instead of the one who gets bullied and then ends up, you know, really tape bullying people later in life. If you know what I mean? Uh, um, that's why I got the mustache, you know, you think I'm gonna be a mass shooter like with this, like, <laughs> like definitely gonna be a, uh, a, a serial killer. I'm trying to get out in front of it, you know. I'm, it's it's a proactive thing. That's why I shaved. Um, I mean, if I have this and just the full facial hair, then it, like who knows? Maybe I do live in my mom's basement. Um, but uh, but I, I yeah, I I think you know we we like serial killers way more than we like you know the other ones. Um, and maybe because they're not as current, you know, we're not being plagued by serial killers right now. I also think serial killers just like, like, I would be offended if, if, if someone, com you know, assumed I was like a, you know, a, a mass shooter who couldn't get laid. It's like, dude, I have a girlfriend. Okay. Like, like you think I'm a virgin? You think I'm a, that's, that's rude. Like I, I, I fit into society. I have a normal life, ostensibly. Like, I'm way more of a serial killer. Um, <laughs> like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna kill people, I'm not gonna just do it indiscriminately. It's be one by one. I'm not a monster. Like, they also, they do. They fit better into society. Like, you could describe what a serial killer does to his victims, and uh, it would sound like you're just announcing a baseball game. Like, they're all tied up. The bottom of the crawl space. Uh, <laughs> the bags are full <laughs> with human body parts. <laughs> you know, um, I and I don't understand. I I I don't really understand. You know, like uh, I, I I never really understood like like mass shooters. Like I was like, how could you go out and do something like that? And then I'd see how the news would report on them. You know, and like they'd play it up and they'd show the names and the faces and they'd basically just like get these people famous, these shooters and perpetuate the cycle. And I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. Like we just need to kill these news anchors. <laughs> like that's, that's the problem. Um, I don't have a transition for that. Another thing you were talking about was, uh, was your relationship and how, you know, you don't, you don't have problems that, that, uh, other people have. I, 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 I relate. I relate to that. People, like people just complain about dating so much nowadays and like they look at our the relationship I have with my girlfriend they're like how do you do it like you know dating is so hard it's like it's, it's simple we're better than you <laughs> like 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 it, it, the only problem I, I mean it like you got you just got to admit it's like not perfect you know everyone I think is going for perfection because they want to show their relationship on social media so I'm not falling for that like I everyone who do, does that you can place a bet that they're going to be over in, I don't know, six to eight weeks. Um, I think uncertainty is like a healthy part of the relationship, you know, like conflict is part of it. You know, a little bit of fear, a little bit of doubt, like that's normal. Every morning my girlfriend and I wake up and look at each other just like, I don't trust you. Like that's, that's love. That's what love is. So... Um, she, uh, she's getting her, her bachelor's degree right now. Um, she's not young. She's just slow. Um, uh, we were, we were hanging out today while she's doing homework and, uh, she, she's taking biology and she was like, did you know that if you stretched out the strand of every DNA, he of a DNA helix in every cell, it would be six feet long. 
I was like, you know what? I'm cool off science. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, like someone told me the other day that there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on all the oceans. And like, I went to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk last weekend and like had a panic attack. Like, I was like, I'm good. This, like, I'm turning to religion. Like, this sounds way easier. That sounds way easier. Like, like, do I know how this iPhone was made? God, like, probably is probably God. Like, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't. Cody, can you toss me my notepad? I mean, there's gonna be a lot of air resistance on that, so maybe you should just hand me it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I. Four and a half. Four, yeah, I was like, oh, if they can do 15 minutes, this should be a breeze. And I'm like, what do I talk about? Like, oh man. Um, I, uh, I mean, just staying on what's culturally relevant. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty white. I'm pretty white. Uh, um, you know, I, uh, I, 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 I grew up, you know, kind of, kind of privileged, you know, like I've had HBO for most of my life. Um, <laughs> like, like that's a good measurement for it. You know, uh, I finally got my dad into watching the wire, which I'm really happy about. Cause like probably one of my favorite TV shows. Um, like he was obsessed with band of brothers. I was like, you know, protagonists can also be not white. Right. Like, and, uh, and he was, he's, he calls me up to talk about how into the wire he is. And I'm really, you know, really happy to hear it. But he, I, I, I realized that he doesn't know the word projects. And so he just talks about how much he likes those kids dealing drugs out of the apartments. <laughs> like I realized like, that's what my floor is like apartments. Like it'll, no matter how bad it gets, it'll never get worse than apartments. <laughs> like I'll just be dealing crack out of a two bedroom condo. Uh, let's be honest, like Coke probably. Uh, but, uh, but no, yeah, like, um, I, I mean, just, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I, I dress like this. Like I, um, I've been staying out really late because I've been doing comedy a lot, like long after my girlfriend's like asleep. Like I get home like long after my girlfriend's asleep. There's, there's a ghost in there. Um, you know, you know, what's funny is like how people say they can't, like, we don't know what happens after death. You know, what if it's just because ghosts are really stupid? Like, like you meet a ghost, you're like, so what's it like? Ah, pff, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's okay. Like, well, that wasn't very informative. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, well, Jesus Christ, what was I talking about? I stay out really late cause I'm doing comedy. You know, I get home long after my girlfriend has already fallen asleep. She doesn't like it. Um, because I've been staying out so late, I've been getting in a lot more arguments uh, with homeless people, not with my girlfriend. She's asleep with homeless people. Cause like when you look like this, walking by a tent city at two 30 in the morning, it's best to just let them air it out. Uh, literally and verbally, um, this guy the other night, I was like walking home and he sees me and he just takes a look at me and he just goes, ah, whatever. You're just a privileged piece of shit. And I was already in a bad mood, so I'm not going to tell you what I responded with because I don't want you to realize that I deserve to get my ass kicked. Um, but it turns out his wheelchair was just a fashion statement. Um, he got up and in my face pretty quickly, demanding I repeat myself. And I was terrified. I was like looking for an excuse. I did not have the balls to repeat myself. Like if there's anything I've learned is that I probably need to get my ass kicked. I, I don't have the ball. I didn't have the balls to repeat myself. I was like looking for an excuse. I was like, you look like you hear voices. Like, let's just, let's just chalk it up to that. And, uh, he, he, uh, he called me a coward. 
I was like, apparently, like, you know me better than I know myself, but uh, we probably could have figured that out. That cloudy eye makes you look like an oracle. So, um, uh, yeah, I was like looking at myself in the mirror at 3 a.m., just like, you need to know your place, but you also need pepper spray way more. So uh, I got pepper spray. It's it's fun driving around with pepper spray now. I'm like, mm, fuck with me. Like, like I guess uh, I guess I'm part of the problem. Um, anyways, I, uh, I, uh, I I I I got my summons for jury duty a couple weeks ago, and I didn't. I forgot to go. I forgot to go. I forgot to go to jury duty, and I realized it like a day later, and like freaked out, and I called in. Because ever like like that's one of the people say that like the two things that are unavoidable in life are death and taxes, but then jury duty is easily the third thing in terms of like what people are worried about. Like just the idea of jury duty is just this like airtight steel vault. Like you gotta go. Like that's that's my perception of how people feel about jury duty. So the fact that I forgot to go freaked me out, and I call or I call in. I'm like, I've, I forgot. And they're like, we know, like you were supposed to come in yesterday. I was like, so what happens now? Because based on what I've been told, this is where my life changes forever. And they're like, no, just call back next week. And so I did. And I got the automated voice that was like, you don't have to report for jury duty. And that was it. Like, it turns out you can just skip jury duty. Um, turns out you can just skip jury duty, which I'm happy about. Cause even when you go and you don't get picked, it still sucks. Um, the judge like guilt trips you. He's like, you, you would have had a really good opportunity to perform your civic duty. It's like, you didn't pick me. Like, <laughs> like you're guilt tripping me over the fact that your coworkers chose other people. Like, it's always a male judge. If it was a female judge, she'd be like, fine, go. <laughs> like, see if I care. I'll just decide the fate of this man's life myself. And it's like, now I don't, I can't even enjoy the fact that I get to do what I want to do. Um, awesome we're, we're doing this and we can keep going i do i do think i do think women will rule the world um because corporations rule the world and right now uh capitalism is very woke um i, I see i see a lot like i'm down for feminism but i feel like it's kind of gotten hijacked by like like uh, I, basically what i think is going to happen is instead of a bunch of fucked up old white dudes on wall street doing terrible things it's just going to be a bunch of fucked up women doing the exact same thing like that's really all like you might have morals but then i think profit kind of comes along and you're like yeah let's let's just do that i'd rather feed my kids um but uh no it's funny how like we're you know we're getting all these female ceos and and that's when everyone's like all right it's time to start regulating these big companies like they're just like they're like damn it we just got here like took us 60 years you just start shutting us down no that's not going to happen that's never going to happen i'm really looking forward to living in in blade runner um but uh but uh yeah i i i i'm i'm down for it i just think it's in the corporate sense it's kind of creepy like i almost got in trouble one time at work because i didn't want to take a group photo of everyone wearing futures female shirts i have nothing against politics in the office i just think it's creepy when a group of people all wear the same t-shirt like it's gross like ew um like the boss is like we're a family it's like we're not a family like i can't hit people here <laughs> like like we're we're not we're not a family we're not a family. Like, like may maybe if we're like, I can't sneak in through the window late and then lie about where I was, you know, like we're a family. If like 
if like it, there was like a divorced family with a new stepdad, I'm like trying to creep to my desk without anybody noticing. And he's just like, where were you? Like, it's 12. You said you'd be in by nine. You're ruining my life. Like, <laughs> you're not even my real job. Like, <laughs> the only reason we're still here and haven't left is because you have money. Like, stepdads um no i i i'm i'm i like i said i i never had to my fa- my family's more functional than a company like 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 i said like i'm i'm i feel like i'm kind of lucky you know like my my parents are fine uh the dog is gonna die soon but like that's just you know that's just how it goes um yeah i think i didn't want to look at my privilege and then realize like okay it's probably true to an extent like i'll, I'll tie this back in like i listen to a lot of podcasts and um and like, I listen to podcasts so much that I forget that the people who I'm listening to aren't actually my friends. <laughs> like, like I keep forgetting that I don't have as many friends as it feel as it feels like I do. And I told this to my mom and she was like, that, I'm really worried about your generation. Like you, you won't be able to, just, you won't know how to sit alone with your thoughts. And I was like, you leave NPR on all day <laughs> for the dog, <laughs> like while you're gone. Um, I guess that first part was funnier. Where am I at? What is cool? Um, my name is Kyle. Uh, you probably could have gotten that in like five guesses. Um, could be worse as far as names go. Uh, I have a buddy. Uh, do you guys remember the show to catch a predator? Like Chris Hansen. Yeah. Where they'd like, they'd like catch those pedophiles who are just minding their own business. Let's be honest. Um, (laughs) Uh, I have a, I have a friend named Chris Hansen who's like not a fan of the show references. Um, but he, he's never seen the show. He just, he's like pedophiles don't want anything to do with it. You, nothing like, like, you know, he's a sheep. He just goes with whatever the public opinion is. So, um, he's never seen the show though. So I was like, I just had to double check with him. I was like, you do realize that Chris Hansen isn't the pedophile, <laughs> right? Like it's not just 14 seasons of the same pedophile <laughs> like like this guy's going into people's homes and confronting them what did you think was happening he just like walks in he's like why don't you take a seat because uh, i'm gonna fuck you <laughs> like like this is for jeffrey epstein um let's see my uh let's see going back to my relationship my girlfriend my girlfriend buys a lot of plants um and i don't take care of them so they die and she's like if you can't even take care of a plant I don't water them, you know? And, and so she's like, if you can't even take care of a plant, like, how are you going to take care of a child? I'm like, well, that's easy. I don't want a dead child in my house. <laughs> like, you think about it, like, like, none of these plants are crawling up to me like, dad, <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> like, like, shut up. <laughs> you just need some, you just need some sunlight. Like, you think if I was going to kill a kid, I'd just let it get dehydrated? Like, no. I'd be like, this is for Jeffrey Epstein. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. That's what I wanted to end with. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, you hit exactly 15. You were like five seconds off 15 minutes. So that was really impressive. I don't want to do 15, but I am going to make everybody stay while I do a couple of But I'm not going to do 15, I promise. I don't need to do that. All right. Okay. We're going to have Kyle Morrissey. Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I guess so, Pam. Whenever you're ready, I guess. And yeah, so. professional. Yes, <laughs> you got to do the board and come up here once and <laughs> give up for Pam Benjamin. Thank you. Keep going for Raul, who's uh, not only making an app, but hosting the shit out of this. Aww. 
Uh, but smoke pot, you guys don't smoke pot. That's fine. So because of your creativity, I actually came up with two ideas, and I think you might like them. I thought this would be a good theme for a show where you book a person, and they do their set, and then the next person has to only comment on that person's set. And then the next person only comments on that person's set, and it goes down the line. But... It's called like pay it forward, so you actually pick the comedian. So if it started, say, with Kode Abe, you would choose the next comedian. Let's say you chose Kyle Morrissey. Then Kyle would choose somebody. And so that I wouldn't even set up the set. I wouldn't even know who's coming. And at the end, wouldn't, would that be a good, is that a good idea for a show? Is that silly? Is that too silly? It would be mostly like improv, because I know I could handle it. Like, because during all of your sets, I was like, oh, I have something to say. Oh, I mean, you'd have to take notes, obviously, during someone's set to be able to, like, think, okay, this is what I'm going to comment on. But everyone's set would be, it's like a telephone game. But I think it would be like, I think it could be super fun if people were, you know, good at improv. You wouldn't want to stick some, it's the same thing as that roast battle kind of thing. You're sort of making things up as you go along. You're not doing your material. You can try to focus into your material if you can. Or you can try to pre-write stuff if you're smart, but to do it like live, I think the audience likes that shit, don't they? When things are a little bit wonky. Uh, the other idea I had was to have someone be a host and have them call in. Be like the call, like the host wasn't even here. The host is on the phone. Is that terrible? Is that a good idea for a show? No, radio listening on it. Is that it? I mean, just because then I could have a host from like Portland. And they'd be on the phone and they'd be like listening to everyone's set. I mean, they'd have to commit to being on the phone for <laughs> two hours during the show for an hour and a half. But wouldn't it be fun to have a guest comedian thing, you know? Someone comes in from New York, from wherever you guys are into it. I just wanted to run a couple nanny jokes only because you're here and you have a kid and I haven't run my nanny jokes in a really long time. So I hang out with small children. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm a baby whisperer. Um, I touch baby dicks for money. That's absolutely true. I get paid. I get paid to touch baby dicks. It's fine. No, man. And and most of the people that I nanny for don't circumcise their kids' dicks anymore, which I totally support. Circumcision, his choice, his decision. Babies really don't have that much smegma. And if you put an 18-month-old baby boy in 18 inches of water, he's going to play with his dick. Like, he's not going to drown, but he will clean his own penis. It's not that big of a deal. And I was like, why do white... Why, why in America do we chop off the tops of our... It's an American thing. Why do we... Like, I get it. I'm a Jew. We got, you know, God up there, Yahweh, and we chop off the tops of the baby dicks, and he can put them on his fingers like olives, and or he can put them on his salad, or you can fry them like calamari. I don't give a fuck. What does God do with all the baby dicks? He put them in a little skin box and keep them? I don't know what he's doing. But that's the thing. It's in the Bible. Okay, God, you're going to do what you want with the baby dicks. But then why, since the 50s, is all the women... In America, they chop off the tips of their dicks, and I'm like, they're lazy. That's all it is. It's just laziness. They just don't want to touch all that. They don't want to touch baby dicks for money. That's where I come in. Uh -huh. Anyway, uh, babies don't come. Don't worry. It's, I'm not, I don't, it's not like I like touching baby dicks for money. I just like, I like doing lots of things for money. That's not coming out right. Here's the thing. If you're, you know, I've, having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, okay? Because you're making, well, you're getting banged from behind, and you're making eye contact with the baby, right? And the baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway, so it's fine, right? And just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. 
It makes me a bad nanny. <laughs> Old joke still works. Yay! It's my pedophilia joke. Seriously, having sex on top of a baby isn't a problem. They really, everyone's happy during that moment. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, I ha- I nannied these two twins, and they're just so cute, and they're four years old, and uh, they they tied me to a chair with yarn, and they put uh, tape over my mouth, and they were uh, they were playing a, a game called Police State of their own volition, and they took a laser pointer and they put it to my hand, and they said. I'm freezing your hand. And I was like, oh, it's so cold. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Ah, what? You know, because I'm foster creative play in children. I'm into that. Uh, and they took the laser pointer to my foot and they're like, I'm cutting off your foot. And I'm like, ah, ah what that's going on? And then they took the laser pointer and they put it across my chest and she said, I'm breaking your heart. And I was like, Daria, you've already broken my heart because you're playing a game called Police State. And what did I do wrong? Why am I tied to this desk chair with yarn? And they put their little heads together over there. And they come back. You stole a laptop. I'm like, you're cutting off my foot because I stole a laptop? What kind of Islamic police state is this? Well, and then they said, if you were black, we would have shot you. Grown. See, I love that joke. I haven't run that joke in so long. Thank you for letting me run the joke. I actually fucked it up because it's, I'm freezing your foot. I'm cutting off your hand because cutting off your hand is the thing to the Islamic. And so I fucked up my own joke. But that, I haven't run it in like two years. So thank you for letting me do that. Uh, I'll do one more. Uh, Nanny core 2.0, baby. Uh, I do. I work out with babies. Like I get in the... I get in the stroller and I push him up the hill and I like change the way my, I like, I like kick with my legs and I change my arms and I'm like working out and uh, you get to the top of the hill and it's like Lupita Consuela, pick up the pace and you're getting up to the top and then when you're up the top, you're like, what? Nanicar 2.0! And because I smoke so much weed, like I start hallucinating because when you burn fat, you burn THC and you can totally get super high and I smoke so much weed. So I'm like at the top of the hill, high with the baby. I'm like, what? And my favorite part of nannying is that during Mother's Day, I always take all the compliments. That's a beautiful baby. Yes, it is. I do. I do look great. Yes. Yes, this four-month-old baby I'm taking care of. I'm amazing. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to you. Yes. I take all the compliments during Mother's Day. Fuck yeah, I'm high at the top of the park talking to the parrots and the babies. I'm the baby whisperer talking to babies. Uh, do you, oh, this will be my last joke because you guys want to get out of here. I get it. Do you know the difference between a nanny and a mommy? There's no difference. They're both on their cell phone. No one's watching the child. <laughs> Nobody's watching the children. Even the dogs have cell phones at the park, you guys. Thanks so much for being here this afternoon. Um, thank you for doing that and uh, supporting Mutiny Radio and all that stuff. So, and Raul, thank you so much for writing the app. I can't thank you enough. I can't wait to write. I'm going to write him a letter for college applications. And it's going to be like, he's the best. He's amazing. He's the smartest person alive. And then um, I'm going to help edit his other thing and be like, yeah, because I, I have an MFA in creative writing. So I'm the perfect person to have like totally, yeah, I can edit anything. Like, yeah. Even poetry. Uh, but thank you guys so much for being here. You, you close it down so I can mess with it. Yay! Pam, yeah! 
Uh, I wish I, I wish I had a nanny growing up. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, I wish I had some way to relate to the porno out there. I don't know. All we had is like, like we just grandparents are nan- nannies. Like that's what they are. Like they just turn into nannies, and then for, and then nannies are around when people, the parents hate their grandparents, and that's the purpose of them. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's. All of us. Uh, do you want? We want to keep this going. We can. We'll just play the music. Here. Yeah, I can call. Cool. You can call a time of death of this I, mic. I have a show, <laughs> show tonight at Brick House with Frosty Nugs. Hit up Frosty Nugs. He has a really good show that you can get on. I get 15 minutes. I'm excited. And then after that, FDAL. It's Mauricio's show up in the hate. So hit up Mauricio. Hit up Frosty Nugs. They have great stage time. They always have audiences. It's always a fun time. Uh, for their shows, but I get to. I'm gonna. I'm doing 30 minutes. I'm supposed to headline and fucking. I'm just gonna talk. Okay, th- uh, but <laughs> tonight, yeah, I have. I'm double booked tonight. It's crazy, which is why I want to go drink before I have to go to Frosty's yeah. thing. No, no, no. It's um, up here in the hate. So it's Brickhouse is, he usually does Wednesdays. Uh, it's a different place, but here it's in the Soma. It's on Brandon Street between third and fourth. And I'm there at seven. And then Mauricio's thing at nine. Go check those out. But yay. Yeah. Or hit up my show at Bar Fluxus. <laughs> Bar Fluxus tonight, too. I know Sabrina's on that show, too. Oh, cool. Because she was saying, hey, support me at Bar Fluxus. Yeah, that is, uh, it's at 7, I think. I don't know. Oh, shit. It's at 7. Okay. Yeah, so you got to get out of here, too. <laughs> cool. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. You can always donate online and apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay. Yeah. عليك فلوس ونقفر عليك فاتورة مفيش مجال محل لو كان مزال هذا ما تسمع كتب بروحك أسد وانت لهمحولي في مرتع في مجمع كلها تحكم عليك بالشكل لبسك المضمون معش ينفع لي ينفع شنفوك جسمك واسمك مجهول الهوية ضايع تعريفك بين الناس واحد من الشباب بصايع الخصائل والطبايع العادات والتقاليد المشاكل والفجايع الحبس والتصغيف هذينا بس ما نعرفيش المجتمع فرضهن قواعد الخرف في بلادي ثابتة ما تحركهن الزلازر لعصير عواصف التخير كوارف Not just motorcycle lawyers were part of the riding community Law Tigers watches over riders If you're injured in a motorcycle accident we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too We're by your side every step of the way With the Law Tigers you never ride alone If you're injured in a motorcycle accident call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com The Law Tiger, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco, Mutiny Radio. San Francisco, Mutiny Radio. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Sam.
MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Nine months ago, a small hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventurous next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay, to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family. Admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco will be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook. For lots of info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October Forth with Dames Don't Care. Oh, 
Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at Subliminal SF dot myshopify.com that's subliminal sf dot myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf
Good morning. Good evening. Good, good morning, afternoon. Vietnam. Damn, that was the reverb. Yeah, we were, we were a little hot. A little hot. Coming in, coming in hot. Coming in a little spicy. There you go. Uh, what 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 is this? G money and Wolstein. 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 Wolstein? We'll go with with Wolstein for now. Wolstein? For today. Okay. Hey, we are... um, Tasting wines today. We are celebrating our two-year anniversary of this damn podcast. Woo! That's cool, man. I'm excited. That's fucking cool. Can you believe it's been two years? Yeah. Man, I can't wait for year three. (laughs) Oh, man. It's been two years with this bastard. Yeah, man. With me. I know. Can you believe it? Oh. Royal Cuckoo. We need, we, need to try this. We, need, we need to try this again a little bit more. You gonna fuss with the Morgan? Okay. No, 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 we're not fussing. We're not fussing around. We are not fucking around with the Morgan. The Morgan is where it's at. I always get these little spitfuls, but it's all dude, good. Pour yourself, pour yourself. Yeah. Pour yourself a glass, dude. Fuck yeah. Let me get a glass of this motherfucker right here. There you go. There you go. That's a glass of there wine, god damn it. Fuck off. Ah, oh, man. More gone. Oh, baby. You know, I introduced my uh, my sister-in-law to uh, more gone. She fell in love with it, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, down in Tennessee. We were down so, there so, in Nashville. So why don't we talk about like, where, how did you get introduced? You yourself, how did you get introduced to, to this particular wine? Uh, my oldest best friend. Uh, like one of my old best friends who's no longer a friend of mine, but at the time was very much a friend, uh, introduced me to it. And he was like, you should check out Margon. And I was like, okay. So I went down to, uh, what's it? Ar- 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 Artemis? Something like that. What the fuck is it called in San Francisco? Ar- Arlequin. Arlequin. There you go. I went down to Arlequin. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, they had the Morgon that I was looking for. Oh, yeah. And bing, bong, boom. $20 later, I oh, was yeah. I was in the house. Oh, yeah. I got this at K&L. And, like, this is, it, uh, it was so fucking good. Like, it blew my mind. Mm. It, like, the first time I ever had Morgon, it honestly blew my mind. Because I was just like... I really like red wine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like as a rule, yeah, like, you yeah, know, but yeah. just as a thing, but things like, e- thing. like, like eggs, you know, like I like green peppers, like, yeah. you know, like I like red wine and like okay. red wine is just really good. Okay. And, um, the motherfucker was just so like hearty and like, but like, like you said, like soft. It is soft but intense yeah it's really good like i said yeah. it reminds me of myself <laughs> in a weird way it really does so like you know yeah all right so i'm sort of joking but i'm sort of not so you've you tried you've tried you know cabernets and zinfandels and others <laughs> yeah that's what i had all before that if you tried to if you know you know pinot noir yeah i know okay. pinot noir so, so geographically pinot like no- but, but yeah. it's like stingy like they'll they'll be like more like they'll have like a stingish quality well, and stuff. One, well, this uh, doesn't it. It never like hurts you. 
This is supposed to be actually have a relatively high acidity compared to like Cabernet. Yeah, but it doesn't. But you don't taste it. Well, it's not like super full bodied. This is like this is actually quite like light to medium bodied for me. This is like a Pinot. It's like a Pinot Noir. Geographically, they're actually from. The I mean, it has like I said, it has that same acidity. Yeah, you can taste it. Yeah. But it's still, but it doesn't, it doesn't slap you in the face with it, though. No, it, no, like, it's not. It, like, it saunters off, almost. It's a very easygoing wine. Yeah. It's very easygoing. Yeah, like you said, it, it's very drinkable. Yeah. Very, very, very drinkable. Also, as I said, geographically, a place in France. Yeah. Where they make Beaujolais. Yeah. So, uh, and where they make Pinot Noir, mostly, is in the same area. Okay. It's just the further down south, but it's considered the same area. Okay. Of Burgundy. But is that what's that got to do with Morgon? Uh, Morgon is just a, a little area in south of in southern Burgundy, where it's called Beaujolais, and this is a small area. So it's very famous for making, I mean, like Morgon is very famous for making its Beaujolais wine. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing: you were telling me that you really liked Gamay, like G A M A Y. That yeah, yeah, Gamay. That's Gamay. it. So that's Morgon is a so, Gamay. So the thing about people in the old world versus the people in the new world, in the new world, like in America, yeah, and right, probably like Gamay is like probably still no, no, has like we, the we fucking call, wines, the 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 grape skins on it and shit. No, they, right? Well, that, that's the reason why it's red. That's the reason reason why it's red is because they 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 fermented with the grape skins. That's what I figured. Yeah. I, I knew it was something as old compared, as compared to like a white wine, like a Chardonnay or a Pinot Grigio. No, but here's the, the thing was, um, I was like, what, what the hell is a Gamay? Like, I've never heard of it. Oh, really? Yeah, I never heard of it. But then what happens is that in the new world, like if you're going to get like uh, in California, we say like it's a Cabernet or like a, a Pinot Noir. Yeah. In the old world, they don't refer to it by the grape. They refer to it by the region. By the region. Made. Yeah. yeah so, of course. So we don't, so where, where we would are some maybe so say So Gamay is like a region. It's the... Pretty much the the most famous place in the world where they where they grow Gamay is in Beaujolais, France. Okay. So that's why, like, when you call a Gamay, you're usually are going to be referring like 95 percent of the time to a. But Beaujolais. wait, is the Gamay the grape? Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Cool. So Gamay and Pinot Noir are like very similar, gotcha. similar in taste. Um, but yeah. See, there's a thing like when you said like you like Gamay, it's like what kind of Beaujolais, like, what kind of wine specifically is it Morgon? It's like wow, that's very specific. Yeah, it's a Gamay. That's very. It's specific. a Gamay because it's not just any Beaujolais. You're looking for a very specific, like a one specific place in this one place in France. That's why I said Morgon. Yeah, I always know what it is. It's always it never steers me wrong. It's always the right place. So I don't know is, where uh, I'm steering. I don't know where I'm heading in in Italy. So, <laughs> so I got this at K and L Wine Merchants over on Harrison. Yeah, on Harrison. Yeah, it's on Harrison. Okay. Yeah, and this is uh, it's called the only place I know the with that Artemis joint. Jean Michel Dupre. Okay. Uh, 1935 Vie Vigne. Yeah, let me see that. So Vie Vigne is uh, just French for old vine. So people who have heard old vine, of, people who have heard of old vine, like old vines, infidels. The idea behind that is that they just take these really, really old grapevines that don't really produce a lot of grapes, but whatever grapes they do grow are very, very concentrated with the flavors. Yeah, this thing says like uh, so this one like comes from a single vineyard planted in 1935. Old. So the grapes are like 80 plus years old. In the climate, Grand Cras, Grand Cras, Grand Cras, whatever. 
It is. We could look it up. It's Grand Cross. Grand Cross. But it is uh, characterized by red berries, cherry, and white pepper notes. I don't. I mean, pair with whiter red meat and cheese. Oh, or why don't you just berries. drink the motherfucker? Cause it is good. <laughs> this, it is, is yeah, this, good. Is, this is a tasty ass wine. This is a tasty wine. Um, it is good. Anyway. It's got some. It's got some good. It's got some good structure. Yeah, it's man. Very, it's very. It's very, hearty, baby. Very structured. Yeah, it is. It's elegant. Yeah, that it makes all you, these. All these. It all makes these you feel sophisticated drinking. All these this. descriptions for like. They, they 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 kind of describe like buildings and women. Yeah, but it makes it's you feel elegant. sophisticated though drinking this. This is muffle. a very sophisticated wine, ain't it? It's really funny. I, I suppose it's when you drink French wine. <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> ain't, ain't it? Ain't it? Ain't it sophisticated? Ain't it sophisticated? It ain't it sophisticated. <laughs> Sophisticated. I'm getting my sophistication on. Ain't it? <laughs> Ain't is actually a correct term. Uh, it, it, it's a contraction of am not. I mean, you know. isn't it? Pardon me. Pardon, Morgan. Pardon, Morgan. Pardon, Morgan. Pardon, Morgan. Hey. Hey. The poet didn't even know it. No, I did know it. That's why I said it twice. Oh. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> oh, it's because I didn't hear it the first time. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, some people like to drink the wine and just like get into it right away. I like to like, hey man, smell it. Yeah, man. Hey, get into it, you're, like, you're, a, hey, you're like a connoisseur. You like to fucking really sort of go through it and examine it and I like. Do, I do tasting notes. I just write. Yeah, you're now. like a taster. You like doing tasting shit. I, I like to I drink like to the motherfucker. Just a taste. Just a taste. <laughs> just, 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 just a little bit. Just Shut a little up, bit. you asshole. <laughs> I just want to taste. I just, just want to taste. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> hey, this guy poured himself like a full glass. I just want to taste. This guy, this guy. <laughs> like, just, no, 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 no. I just need a sneak. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just a pinch, just a little, just a little pinch, bit. Pinch, pinch, winch, just a little just a bit. Bump. Just a bump, come on. Just a little bit, just a bump. I got five on it. I got five. <laughs> what an asshole! How am I an asshole by That's just wanting so to taste funny. just a little peek? I just want to. I just want to peek. <laughs> I just want a little, little something, something. Just a little something. I, I just want to peek. I just want a little sniff. <laughs> just look, look hook around. A bro, hook a brother up. I just want to look around. Hook a brother up. <laughs> you know, just take, 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 take a scooch. Just, just, just a little, just, come on, come just, on. Just, 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 hmm. <laughs> I'll be out your way, just, just a little bit. No, I'll be out your way. I ain't even gonna be in the hair. I'll be out your hair in three minutes. Three minutes, man. That's not taste. That That's a full on, that's a full on there. Hey, at least he's being realistic. <laughs> it so, will take so, three So minutes. once you got into the Morgan wine, you're like, this is that this is it. Yeah. This is it. There's nothing else that really compares. No, for my money. For your money, nothing there's no other wine That's, that this is my favorite wine. All right, all right. Period. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of other wines that are very good. They're good white wines or good, you know, there are a lot of good wines. But for my money, 
if you want to, if you're gonna spend my cash, I'd rather you spend it on a morgon than spend it on anything else. That is delicious. Else. That is delicious. Yeah, just so you know, if you're gonna spend my money on something, please spend it on a morgon. Don't spend it on nothing else. I'm a big believer Don't now spend in it on opening the, up the wine and letting it sit. Yeah, letting it and open up and let it breathe. Or maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm letting this motherfucker. That's why I, like, I pour a big glass, but then like I let it open up and just breathe for a while and shit, man. You gotta let it breathe, man. Yeah, let it breathe. bro. Yeah, bro. Motherfucker's oh, good, man. man. I'm telling you. Then it gets soft. It gets even, even, even more. Softer. It gets softer. Even more softer. It, it gets, yeah, bro. It's more. It's so intellectual. <laughs> it gets even more we softer. We are, we are sophisticated and Podcast. intellectual. This and is the we mo- be smart. After two years, this is as intellectual and sophisticated as we're gonna get. We be smart. S M R T. S M T B. Motherfucker. <laughs> smart. We are smart. We smart, motherfucker. We smart, motherfucker. Smart, bitch. Smart, smart, bitch. <laughs> anyway, we we're gonna fill up the time so quickly. <laughs> it's only been 15 minutes. We've only started the show. I know. I know. I wanted. I like. Well, I let's take to a break. Let's play some music. What the music. fuck? You're taking a break every 15 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna play some. We're gonna play Auto Mow Down because I've what been looking at it this entire time. What are you doing now? Time. What are you gonna do? What I'm gonna, gonna sit here and I'm gonna enjoy this wine. Why don't we just enjoy? Like we, we could just chit chat for a okay, little well, bit. Okay, well why don't you fucking turn the song? Why don't Hold you on. No, no, no. Well, well they 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 want to hear. Song, they don't want to hear the song. I do. You're a bitch. You're the asshole. Nice show. Fuck off. I'm oh, suddenly because you pay for it, suddenly you're like. Power show. But I want to hear this fucking song. There you go. Oh man, that's that's uh, that's uh, that's helped my ears. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Yeah. It's healthy. It's healthy. This deafening, this piercing, piercing sound in my ear is good for me. See, it's as opposed to my stupid laugh. <laughs> At least yours is more of like a broader range. This is just like just electric guitar is screaming into my ears. Auto mode down, up to your town. Auto mode down. Down in Youngstown, buddies in the street. Auto more down, ruling downtown, buddies with no feet. Auto more down, ruling Youngstown, buddies got, got the, the blues. Auto more down, up in downtown, buddies with no shoes. And that's a head cool in a 55 guy. Whatever. You have it in the background. Like this is this yeah, is. Yeah, plus that I want okay. to play in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we this is this is auto mow down by Devo. Yeah, D E V O. As compared to D E E V O. No, that that, that, that was, it's, it's a chorus. That was a it's a chorus of their song when they say, "Are we not men?" D E V O. That that I was just doing the D E V O part. I was just. I heard is from Devolution. Was it is that the name reason why they call it Devo? Yeah, the evolution. So they had their the, the their signature red hats. Whoa, that was fast. Way later. Yeah, it's only two minutes. Like this song is only two minutes. 
This is a beautiful song. Senator, yeah, like I have to lean into the microphone. Uh, hello, yes, yes, Mister. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for um, Senator. Blah blah. I uh, I I did not I walk no over there uh, that evening. Sorry. Senator Huffenpuff. Senator Huffenpuff. Yeah. Senator. I, I was at the uh, at the office at the hour uh, requested. Like the one of the best, like uh, most uh, one downloads. of the best shows ever. Yeah, one of the most downloads in our. In yeah, we have like eight thousand downloads a let's fucking keep, let's month. Let's keep that up. Yo, you know what's really fucking weird? Hey, I no. have that. I have this double no, vinyl. No, I don't. I don't know what's re- fucking weird. What's what's weird? Oh, uh, this album cover is weird. Well, I have this album. I have uh, this album on vinyl. I have it on double white vinyl. Is this a cover of Led Zeppelin's? Yeah. All right, now it's my turn. Sonic Youth, Sonic Youth shit, you know. Right? 
to the swans and shit, pre-swan swans, like DNA is like one of my favorite old school no way bands, like from like way back in the day, and uh, this is just one of their like cool ass covers, like um, there's a band called Blonde Redhead you may have heard of, they took their name from a song from DNA. It's a DNA song called Blonde Redhead. And they wrote it, and it's a really cool song. I got you. I got you, bro. They're, 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 they're super influential. They're a cool ass band. The band was named DNA. Yeah. Got I got a whole lot of love. Exactly, rubber Yeah, it's different. It's different fucking. It's different. Yeah, for sure. It's for sure different. So anyway, there you go. You know, hey, like the wine, right? It's different. Like Morgan, it's a little different. That's the ad. That's the TV ad. Morgan, it's different. It is. It is a little different. Cheers, mate. Hey, salud. Cheers. Salud. Prost. After so many weeks of me being a fuck up, I'm so glad you're still. Dude, I'm, I'm no, always you, so you glad were, that you're still available dude, to week, hang you, out. Last week you were just dead, or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, you were just like, and then like, dude, doing all right. You gotta build the body back up, man. You know what's cool was all that walking and bring it back down with wine. Well, no, I was gonna tell you what was cool was like. I've been, like, trying to, like, get my body, like, back up to, like, you know, my regular old-fashioned shape. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool last night walking Uh back from the bar. Oh, yeah. Because the bar was, like, on the other side of Cesar Chavez. Oh, wow. So to, like, walk that to 16th, you know, that was cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's just a nice fucking solid walk down Mission. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, long, good walks, they're just, you know, there's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better than long, good walks. Good long walks. Well, um, and this song. Well, the Debbie Does Dallas theme. It's a Debbie Does Dallas theme. Let your mind wander. This is the theme to Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah, I've seen it. I used to own this. I used to rent this out. This was at my video store. Barbie, Bambi, something, Bambi Woods or something. There you go, told you. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> the poster says everyone on the team scores when her pom poms fly. There you go. They do fly. She fucks the, the, the coach. Bambi Woods. It's weird watching her fuck that's, like the that's coach. That's a hell of a name. <laughs> it's really weird watching her fuck the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil it for me. <laughs> okay, no spoilers. <laughs> I'll give you the plot of Debbie Does Dallas, no spoilers. <laughs> what? I didn't know. Don't tell me. Oh, 
Okay, I'll give you I'll give you the plot to Deep Throat. No spoilers. <laughs> Actually, I do know the plot to Deep Throat. I do know. Do know yeah, deepest throat is throat is deepest throat. That that song's super really funny, but it's not as cool as this. I like this song so much more. So I'm reading the plot on Wikipedia, and it's not so much of a plot as it is a as, as it is a turn by turn summary of what positions they do. Yeah, yeah. Now she fucks the the, the football squad, and then she fucks the coach. It cannot be her real name. What, Debbie? Bambi Woods. Yeah. Well, it's Bambi Woods. It cannot be her actual name. Fuck no. I read, I read some book about, like, back in the day. Jesus Christ. Jesus, I have read this book 10 years ago. But it was, like, a book about, like, the old prostitution world. When I lived with my girlfriend, that's when I read it. Because she had the book. It was, like, this book about, like, like, 40 seconds basically. And, like, all the fucking shit that went down, down there and shit. So, like, it had interviews with, like, all these motherfuckers. It's like one of those, uh, what you call it, oral history books. It was like, uh, almost like, uh... I Emphasis on the oral. Yeah, hey. But it's almost like, uh, what you call it? Uh, that punk rock book, uh, by Legs McNeil. But I think, I think he wrote it. I think he wrote this other If the music makes you move, it's like the McNeil porno. And like, it's just like more of history of porno. Mm. Like, so like, talking about like all that shit. Feel like you wanna make love. Yeah, if you look up like McNeil, I bet anything you'll see it. I think like, you'll have one that's like punk rock and roll. Something you want to say Later today is the only way okay. Later. It's 10.30 in I'll look it up on this Do your thing Do your thing. Do your thing. 